Oh. Gentlemen, <laughs> it's been a minute, but we are back. Welcome to the Half Passed Out podcast. We are here with an episode of Cop or Flop. I am one of the co-hosts, Hunter. I've got Christian and Will on the line. What's going on, guys? Yep, I feel like you radio shock jock better than any of us, and I Dude. appreciate that, Hunter. I'm all about the shock factor. We are uh, here tonight. Uh, we've got some uh, brewskis flowing, um, and uh, yours truly is is wearing a new watch. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm rocking the uh, the G Shock. I'll call it the Panda because I don't even know what it's called. But our guys at Williams Jewelers were giving me a sweet discount, so I thought I had to go for it. Um, and I had to become twins with Christian. So meme me all you want. Uh, but this watch is a huge cop. Yeah, you absolutely picked the best one out there. Also, you may not know the name for it. We have a whole review about this watch. Check it out on our YouTube, everybody. Uh, Go ahead what and are you check drinking? it out. It's a good thing. <laughs> I, uh, well, we are in uh, hockey preseason right now. So based on Colorado, really? I'm drinking the Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche. So here, here's a little crack for you. Oh, that was nice. Oh, that was, was real clean. That was yes, nice. Yes, sir. How about you I'm, guys? I'm really glad we got you on this podcast. That was perfect. Hey, if it, we can keep that average. recording. It, it can go into whatever whatever videos we need. I'll make sure to cut you out. Yeah, perfect. Let's get that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Will, what is on the wrist tonight? Uh, I am wearing the red band Movado again. I uh, came from coaching and playing and everything, so it's just out. Uh, we often record on Wednesdays, uh, which is a bit of a busy day for me, but um, I get great use out of the chronograph function on my watch. So, uh, yeah, Will, I think you need this. to get another chronograph. You need a new one. I, I do want another watch. However, it's not a chronograph. Um, well, and I'm waiting, so you know. I wonder if your mind will change after the next launch in December. For results, uh, probably not. <laughs> I'm very set. It's a bit of stubborn, like it's almost on purpose now. Well, do you have a tequila you're drinking with it? You know, we don't have a tequila tonight. We have. Uh, I had a cut water. The other day when I was at the what is a cut uh, water? You don't know what a cup? They're like mixed canned mixed drinks, basically. Oh, that's neat. Um, yeah, I had one when I was at the Avalanche preseason game um, the other day, and I decided that I'd get myself a variety pack. So, currently sipping on a Mule vodka Mule <laughs> from Cutwater. Does everybody know it's hockey preseason but me? Like, is this a common thing or is this like football preseason that nobody um, cares about? It's not a common thing. Uh, I would say it's less common than football by about 70%. And, oh, uh, more. Yeah, maybe more. <laughs> and, you know, Hunter could have gone to the game, but he didn't yeah. answer. So, yeah. Yeah, one missed call. It'll ruin your whole night. Yeah, it was five missed calls, actually. <laughs> Probably five, anywhere from five to 20 missed calls. Yeah, yeah we're not very good communicators. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, I was watching hockey, so. Bad reason. <laughs> what do you guys yeah. think gets more views, a football preseason or the Stanley Cup? 
like Stanley uh, Cup semifinals. It's actually, I think I sent you the stats on this. It's incredibly close. Really? Um, yeah. Football preseason game, depending on who's playing, gets slightly more or slightly less than a Stanley Cup final. Incredible. Wow. Well, and now it'll definitely be more because <laughs> Taylor Swift is in the NFL world. Wait, what? Uh, long story. I can't believe you don't know that. I, that's common knowledge for everyone else on the on the planet, really. Well, let's pretend I just have lived under a rock for twenty. How old am I? Twenty eight years. Yeah. I mean, I I would bet your wife knows that. I'd be astounded if my wife knows that, and I'm considering waking her up right now to go find out. <laughs> it's like. Hunter, I would say it's the biggest piece of like news media in the last week. Wouldn't you agree? I think that the Bears are thanking their lucky stars that this whole T-Swift thing happened. Because otherwise, they are the number one news story no, in all no shot. sports. You well, don't no, think way. no way they overshadow the Broncos. What you is so? <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Yeah, I, I think it's a race for last on teams, that one. Teams have gotten killed. In fact, the Giants did it not long ago, right? True. Forty to zero, right? So, but no one, and I mean nobody, at least in our generation, has seen <laughs> 780 yards. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Our, it, our literally donkeys don't outside look outside of our lifetime. Donkeys don't look good, um, but T Swift does, um, and we're here for it. So should we clue Christian in and keep it an inside joke at this point? I am genuinely so confused. Like every so, once in a while, we'll do bits about sports. I am genuinely so confused right now. Travis Kelsey, who is probably he is the best tight end in football, but he's probably sure. one of the best players in football. Okay, um, one of the more known people in the in the league. Uh, he started dating Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. And so just like Taylor Swift tickets, um, the NFL ha- – or the, the Swifties have taken over the NFL. And just, um, just like by like a pretty significant like the economy's booming market margin. She single-handedly Ooh. controls the power of the world. I believe this <laughs> There you now, go. That is a conversation I think we could spend an entire hour talking about is Taylor Swift's world domination. Uh, yeah. If she put on one of the watches days. we bring up today, it's selling out immediately. Well, Taylor, matter how we I know mean. you're listening to us, so just be <laughs> cautious with the watches you buy. You have a lot of power. <sighs> Christian, what are you wearing tonight? Uh, I am uh, back to a classic. It's the um, 73 Seiko Chronosport. Oh. That sat uh, just on my desk for a while, and I've been missing it. So, wore that to yeah. the uh, swatch affair this past weekend, and been wearing it since. I Beautiful. Heard that was uh, on the chopping block. On the chopping block? Are you kidding me? I'll never am sell this watch. Am I missing another? What Seiko were you referring to? Yeah, then? no, I do think I'm gonna sell my uh, Seiko. I well, now I feel like Hunter. I did a whole review about the watch, but I don't remember the name. Uh, nice. The SNZG11, something like that. The blue field watch. Uh, uh, that I'll sell. This is my vintage Seiko. That will uh, probably get passed down to one of the kids at some point. Nice. 
Yeah. Yes. No, this I will never get rid of this watch. Okay. I got the Seikos mixed up. Uh, yeah. They're all the same at the end of the day. Yeah. What are you sipping on? Uh, I have a teeny tiny little bottle of Sutterhome. The, a little oh, white yeah. Zinfandel, because I am a basic bitch. Uh, except for basic the fact that I had no idea Taylor who Taylor Swift is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's more media coverage about this than the United States president's race. Um, you, I believe that. Every time that rolls around. There's not a doubt in my mind that that's the case. And there's a lot more like active population involved, too. Yeah. I mean, she's followed by almost a billion people. Eh, three quarters of the way there. So quick poll, guys. Taylor Swift ticket or a new car, which would you rather buy? I personally? Mean, new, yeah, personally a new car. But I I'm think also, you can flip a Taylor Swift ticket right. for more, though. Hold on. Here, I'm going to get – I'm going to get ripped for this. And this is something you guys don't know. And you, you guys have known me a while. So I think with the exception there, – there is – a pretty hard cutoff for me in relation to cost um, where there is just no way a concert's worth it. Okay. Um, regardless of artist. So there is like, it could be a concert made for will by whoever. And if it's over like a hundred bucks, I'm probably not interested. <laughs> Are you about to tell us you spent five grand on a Taylor Swift ticket? No. I've I've been to three Taylor Swift concerts and never spent a penny on them. Really? Yep. I always How? end up going somehow. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't I don't buying concert tickets for more than like a hundred bucks really doesn't do it for me. I almost bought a show ticket recently. The ticket itself was forty dollars, and then yeah. by the time Ticketmaster was done with the fees, it was like ninety five dollars. That's not an unreasonable price for a ticket, but out of principle, I cannot pay Ticketmaster fifty goddamn dollars in fees. Have you considered a using a different service? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> well, are there others? I'm going to sound like a shill because all the other YouTube people that I watch, and primarily in the Madden space because of sports, sure, um, all are sponsored by SeatGeek. Uh, SeatGeek, if you would love to sponsor us, I will plug you every episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, visit SeatGeek. You can, you can probably find someone that's got a $20 off code. Hey, we would never dream of shilling on this podcast unless they are willing to pay us. <laughs> got to play ball. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right, that's the last time this? we bring about SeatGeek before uh, we don't get sponsored. So. Yeah, let's uh let's lead into watches. Uh, Hunter alluded to it today, uh, earlier in the intro. He uh, we're running another episode of Copper Flop. Yeah, round uh, two. It's a real well performer on the podcast. Listens. That's a joke. It is not. Yeah, unfortunately enough, our best performing episode as of this recording is the watches and sports episode, which I don't think I could stomach through it again. I think our mention of here, I, I hope our mention of Taylor Swift alone brings an extra listen. Again, Taylor, we know you've been a fan since the beginning. We appreciate it. If you could just Got plug it. us on Twitter. Uh, I think she's only on Insta. I don't know. I actually have X, no I apologize. She's on X. Don't sue us, Elon. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, copper flop. Copper flop. 
Hunter, Hunter. do you want to lead us off? I, I mean, I guess to explain the premise one more time for those many of you who haven't listened to that episode, uh, <laughs> we're going to bring up just an individual watch each um, from each of us, and we're going to just see if it's a cop or flop. Usually in relation to value, but we'll address both sides. This week's theme is going to be the Swatch Group. Um, we'll get into why in a little while. All right. Even I don't know why, um, but I'm excited about it. Um, I will you, talk about... How do you um, not know why? Because Swatch is fun. That's why. Swatch very, is a lot of fun. Also, yeah. Christian went to a Swatch event. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun too. That, that was, was the main We can get into it now. That was the main reason. Yeah, I guess we're getting into it now. <laughs> well, let's talk about Swatch then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Swatch Group. Swatch has their main pri- primary brand called Swatch Who to Thunk It. Um, Naturally. And they have a new release, um, a collection of watches. Um, collection is called the What If uh, brand. And so back in 19. 19- 1983 something like that before then probably um 1983 call it uh is when swatch was originally founded um go ahead and check out their website confirm if that's true or not um and they had to define what a swatch watch would look like right so talking a lot about design style and choices and that's that's going to be their brand for years to come and so this, this particular collection is asking, what if, right? What if they didn't pick the same design language? What would that reality look like? And the most fun and um, interesting way um, that they could do this um, was instead of going for a round case, well, you're going to be looking at square cases for this what if collection. Uh, believe they have four total colorways, um, and the link that I've provided here is a green colorway. So we are looking at a green square. I'll call it like an '80s style um, lifestyle watch, like most of what Swatch uh, makes. It comes in a number of other colors. Um, it is a bio ceramic. Um, it is. 33 millimeters for the case. It is a square, however. Uh, so diagonally, it's significantly larger at 46 millimeters. So I think it's one of those situations where you got to throw it on the wrist to figure out if it's smaller or larger. I'd imagine um, that it fits closer to a, like a 41 millimeter, maybe a 40 millimeter uh, in terms of feel. Sure. Um, they've been leveraging a like bio sourced um, materials. So their strap uh, is fully bio sourced. Um, the dial itself uh, is fully white out. There isn't uh, like a texture to it. Uh, features some Roman hour markers um, and just some traditional hands itself. Um, has our uh, two bar water resistance. Um, and then has kind of an interesting glass crystal. Um, if you guys take a look at some of those pictures, the glass itself actually like wraps around the left and right hand side. So at like three and nine o'clock, it kind of wraps around. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and then finally, one kind of really unique piece of this particular watch is the battery cover on the back. It is a quartz movement. Um, the battery cover is 
an actual like picture of the original watch from the 80s that inspired this piece. So I thought this one was a really interesting take and very out there um, and all for about $110. So th this came out um, maybe two months ago at the time of recording. So fairly new to the watch game here and I hadn't heard too much chatter. So I wanted to wanted to get your guys thoughts on the swatch. What if and I'm looking at the green option here. I think it's a really interesting piece. Christian, I'll let you lead. Yeah. So to start out, I love the color. That like pale olive green. I'm a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. Does well in watches. I, I'll be honest, I got a bit caught up because I think the only watches with worse water ratings than this are like the Jacob Astronomias, where they're like splash resistant at most. Two bar is. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen another watch with two bar. At least most of them have three, which is what, 30 meters of water resistance? Three meters of water resistance, something like that? I, that's you astounding. With this? No, but I wouldn't even wash my hands with this watch. <laughs> Do you usually wash your hands with your watches? Yeah, most of the time. I'm I not going to take off my watch it. every I time I wash my wash hands. Hand. I, I could say you wash your hands with this. Two bars, 20 meters. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That just really threw me off at first. Uh, that said, 110 bucks for a square watch. In this color, I would cop it. In every other color, I would probably pass on it. Without wearing it, I can't speak to the quality or anything like that. I do like the aesthetic. Again, that like Art Deco-esque dial. Um, with like square chapter, I guess chapter squares, not chapter ring around it. The day date feature is really nice. Is it luminous? Does it say anywhere? Don't believe so. Ah, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Again, for like, if you're only buying one watch or like, and you don't spend, want to spend a bunch of money, I think it's decent. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say cop on this one. What do you guys think? Ooh. It's a flop for me. Ooh, tell us why. Uh, I, uh, I don't – it's the square. I, I just It's just a little boxy for me. It makes it Yes, look, that's the point. I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't do it. It's just not for me. Uh, Have I you would, worn a square watch yet? I mean, yeah. I've worn rectangular watches for sure. With hard, hard edges. Like, I mean, that's not usually the issue. I think this just looks too... I can't do it. I, I would honestly be interested to see if it's comfortable to wear. Because the band is so thin compared to the case, I feel like it would, the corners would poke you. Like, as you're doing stuff throughout, with your are, wrist throughout I would day. rather buy four fake Richard Meals on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, what do you think? This was your selection. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch the fake creature. I, I love that take. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I could see myself going for this for an event. Right? So if, if okay. I'm trying to go for like, like an 80s party, right? And 
you know, nah. we're watch people now, at least. And so I could see myself dropping the cash for it and maybe flipping after the fact. But I might, depending on how that experience was, I might hold to it. Um, I'm not concerned about, like, the case poking me. I think if I just look at the back of the watch case back, it looks like it's, like, raised in a circular fashion. So I don't think okay. that will be too much of a problem. So, you know, I say this almost every episode, but you'd have to put it on to know, right? Um, but for me, uh, it, it comes down to the style, and it simply ain't mine. Um, I thought this was a really interesting one, um, but after looking through it, I just couldn't find myself in too many situations. Like I said, like I don't, I don't go to too many 80s parties, but if I did, this would be the watch I'd wear. Uh, I do think by far this green colorway um, is the best option that they have available. Uh, I do think beige is also good for maybe that uh, 80s party uh, mm. scenario. But I think black and gray really don't have a place currently. Yeah, you know, Party City has a lot of comparable options. <laughs> I love it. If you're going to an 80s party. Hey, do they? I don't even know if they have watches. I tell you what, I'm that's sure an episode idea. We're going to go to Party City and we're going to find uh, the best options for watches. Maybe, maybe near Halloween time. Watch anyway. shopping at Party City. Um, <laughs> I think I would wear this pretty casually. Like, again, I love the square aesthetic. Um, so I know I'm in the minority here, just in this watch in general. I. Yeah, I don't know. With some like very neutral tones, especially going into fall. Yeah, I think it's a good watch, but I've been outvoted. It's a flop. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. Are we doing a voting system? Sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll come up with something to keep score. Keep it competitive. Maybe for the next one. (laughs) Will, what's your first one? Uh, Well, since... I ripped that. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, I'm gonna bring in one that I th- I don't think will get ripped as bad, uh, at least in my opinion. But um, I'm gonna start kind of right in the middle uh, with a the newest piece from Longine, and I'm gonna knock them now for making me absolutely comb through their website for this you'd oh, think they'd good. advertise I'm glad it we can talk about this <laughs> you'd think they'd advertise it's out um you'd think uh they'd advertise it at all and it's just not on not anywhere to be found on their site unless you really really dig um it is the conquest chronograph released this year mm. for 36.50 very entry-ish level price for a high-end chronograph, um, which caught me a little off guard. I actually really didn't think that they would uh, go that low. For This is a pretty nice piece. Uh, the Conquest is one of their um, best-selling pieces in general, and so they took that similar styling and just uh, into a kind of a basic chronograph. And I, I will admit it looks very similar to some of my other ones, so I'm a little partial. Uh, I really like this piece. The colorway options um, of them, funny enough, I really like the blue for whatever reason. And I think it's because of the bezel. The blue bezel for me, 
uh, takes this just one step further. However, I totally understand if you go with the uh, gray, like the off-white dial and the black bezel. Oh, no, you're or missing the best one, that, like, gilted the, bronze dial with the black the subdials. Gold. Yeah. No, it looks nice, the 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 CU buff dial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make that That's on me. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I've looked at it, and I, I do like it. Um, it looks really good. I, I Honestly, all of them look really good. Um, they all kind of look pretty, like, standard chronographs, and that's fine. But I actually think at this price point, that's pretty acceptable, so. Um, I just really like that that bezel for whatever reason on the blue. Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, first and foremost, I'm glad we get to talk about Longines because their watches aside, I love, I like their watches. Uh, yeah. Their website is by leaps and bounds the worst watch website I think I've ever seen. Yeah, what's uh, up Hunter with that? and I spent a good solid <laughs> 20 minutes in the pre-show just tearing apart this website. <laughs> yeah, this website sucks. I, I don't know why they had to set it up this way. The watch itself, though, again, I mean, it's a it's a standard chronograph. I'd yeah, it's yeah. I'm gonna come right out of the gate. This is a flop for me. I That's like fair. Longines a lot, but if I'm buying the chronograph aesthetic, I can buy a quartz for tenth a tenth the price. That's um, fair. I'm know, very curious I, in getting into an automatic. I guess that's my reasoning. But the automatic cr- chronograph. Uh, yeah. I know it's such a hard complication. That's why there is a minimum cost. Right. Um, so I was kind of surprised Longine settled this low. And I mean, the finishing on it, I'm sure, is going to be great. I love the idea of a sapphire case back, especially if you've got a mechanical chronograph. It's something you want to see. Sure. For that money, there's so much else in the market that you can buy. Even I just from don't Longine. Think you want chronograph. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. But. Again, it's a nice watch. If, if it's your style, you'd probably be hard-pressed to find one as good of a quality in this price point. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a flop for me. I'm curious now about the a regular Speedmaster, but well, let's get into Hunter's opinions first. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Uh, that The blue's my least favorite. Really? I, I really like the, the bezel. I can't kind of get over it Gosh. for whatever reason. Yeah. But uh, the, the CU buff one... It's pretty nice. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. yeah that, another, the, another buff in the chat. We got two. Yeah. Let me tell you those buffs. I I, hey, I, I can see I can see some of those buffs out there wearing this Longine out there and flashing it to the camera. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the gold dial here with sure. the black subdials. That's that's my mm-hmm. favorite piece. And honestly, though, like the other. Uh, the like the black dial or the white dial kind of inverse panda if you will mm-hmm. um i like both of those as well um the blue's just not cutting it for me i is think it just too blue it I is too blue if That's we fair. go not a blue bezel or bezel then maybe i'd have to i'd have to see it to know interesting i think a yeah. black bezel would have been really nice with the blue i like the blue i don't know why I can't tell you. I think it's because of the texturing between the it's almost the chapter ring and the dial. I can kind of see more of it. I don't know. I so keep looking at it. <laughs> so there's a there's a perimeter circle in between like the chapter ring and the dial itself on mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. other variation aside from the blue where it's just blue on blue. I think that's what's doing it for me. 
okay. that were black or white, maybe it wouldn't be too overwhelming. Or if we went, um, if the bezel itself was a different color, then that might be the move. Um, admittedly, I tried on a black bay over the weekend, and it is a nice. price jump from this. But if I'm going to shell out thirty six hundred dollars. I'm a fuck it, just pay for what you want person. <laughs> so there is there is a Black Bay Chrono. Um, doesn't come in any of the blue options, but they have a bunch of options that are, you know, co comparable um, to kind of like this gold and the black and white options as well. Uh, for two grand more. Yes, for another two grand. Yes, at that at that price point, if I'm if I'm spending thirty six hundred dollars. I might as well spend $5,500. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's my thing. What's that percentage increase, Christian? I, I don't know. Almost double. It's like a 70% yeah. increase. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 70%. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Whatever it might be, all I'm thinking is I, maybe I'm just hot on that one piece because I got a chance to wear it. Um, but it's a similar look. Um, and I think that it's like nearly what I want. No, yeah, it's definitely similar. I and don't so disagree. So for me, I would I would go for the brand that I'm looking for, and I know um, that there's quality that come, comes alongside that as well. Aside from, I do think that Tudor has had some QA issues recently. We can talk about that um, later in the episode if we want to. Um, but for me, it's a flop just given some of the other options that you can get one, if you spend a little bit more as mentioned, but Christian even talked about how, if you even stay within maybe 500 bucks at this price point, uh, you, you can get quite a lot of value here as well. Um, so well, I'll reiterate yeah, because I don't know if you've explored it. You can't get a chronograph for much less than this at, at an automatic with this quality. Now, Christian just thinks, and, and he's fair to this, chronographs outside of courts are kind of overly priced, and that's fair. I'm more fascinated in the movement on that end of it. Um, but to his point, I mean, you do want accuracy with the chronograph, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I've got a lot of respect for the finishing. Yeah, and the finishing's excellent and whatnot. But as far as if, if we're checking the boxes like, hey, I want an automatic chronograph, there is not much that costs less than this or even similar. There's a lot um, of value. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot uh, of value in yeah. this piece. I'm so, not, I don't know. I just want to amend the, it is a lot of value as opposed to, I think the previous statement. Yeah. Again, if you're going to do a chronograph, an automatic chronograph, there has to be something special about it other than just the fact that it's an automatic chronograph. Cause that market's pretty thoroughly flooded. I mean, yeah. I found for 500 bucks more, you can get a great condition pre-owned professional or speed master, speed Speedmaster professional. That is what I was going to bring up. You can get and a... I'm not going to spend 70% more to get a tutor, but I could potentially spend 500 bucks more to get a watch with a lot of provenance. Yeah. And the speed, that's, I was, I alluded to this earlier. I was going to bring up the Speedmaster as the, the automatic chronograph for lack of better words. Yeah. Um, at least near anywhere near this price point, uh, obviously the Daytona exists. But listen, we're not including it. Um, <laughs> the Speedmaster Omega, uh, who we'll again bring up later, 
because they're also under the Swatch group. They do a great job of pricing all kinds of Speedmasters. Um, they have the Sapphire Crystal, which goes for more, um, but they have ones with regular, um, yeah. I'm sorry, mineral crystals, uh, other types of cases. You can go up and down the spectrum, and that's where this becomes a little tough for me. Um, I still think it's a clop. Be- uh, a clop. <laughs> for me, it's still a cop um because of how close it is to the low-end speedmasters mm. um but i mean for me i'm getting a speedmaster um but i still think this piece is nice um for the value um, but yeah the speedmaster christian makes a good point you can get that that grail piece for lack of better words at a similar cost because omega does a good job of shaving a few things down and you still get that lovely piece yeah also, I don't think we did a good job of – we might not have done a good job of like saying it in the beginning. This is a Swatch copper flop. Swatch Group owns like 25-some-odd watch brands. So yeah. we're going across the whole spectrum of what mm. they own, um, which is, I mean, pretty much any watch you could think of in Most, the major market watches. outside yeah. of Rolex. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, they really do dominate the market. Let's see. So, Hunter, you said flop on this one? It's a flop for me, Cuzzo. Yeah, he just wants to spend 70% more. <laughs> I may not agree with the reason, but I have respect for your decision. That's how I live my life. <laughs> if I'm going to be spending a shit ton of money, then let's spend a shit ton of money, you know? I mean, where does where do you draw the line on that though? Because if you're gonna shell out for Tudor money, you might as well shell out for yeah, Rolex Daytona money. money. Let's, yeah. let, let, why buy the ba- <laughs> why buy the baby brand? Go big. Exactly. If you can afford it twice, <laughs> that's what it is. Double the price if you can afford that, then you can afford the actual thing. Hey, don't take financial advice from this podcast. <laughs> for the twenty-some people. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah. That's like pretty general advice. Like people yeah, say that terrible. shit. <laughs> if you can afford whatever you want twice, it's okay to buy it. Hmm. People say so you, that shit. I'm just saying if you can afford to save up for a Tudor Chrono. Yep. I think you can afford to save up for a Rolex Daytona. Yeah. And if you can afford to save up for a Rolex Daytona, you might as well get a Longa. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hearing is Christian Hunter is gifting us Rolex Daytonas this Christmas. That's also what I'm hearing. <laughs> but he'll Can't engrave wait. them and just ruin the I don't value. know if I can afford two Daytonas, let alone four. <laughs> so the math ain't mathing. Right now. All right, all right, fine. I will settle for <laughs> Pick a your favorite. Tudor Chronos. That's fine. All right, Tudor Black Bay Chronos for all three of us. <laughs> that I might be able to swing. Mm. Perfect. Mazel tov. <laughs> all right, let's let's get on to another piece, Christian. Yeah, uh, I'm headed. I was about to just strongly, confidently say I'm headed back to Squatch. Swatch. Forgot where I was going. Yes, we Dr. are headed Squatch. back to Swatch. Uh, Dr. Squatch doesn't sponsor us. We can't mention them. (laughs) (laughs) 
So along Hunter's line of thinking, if you can afford a $110 swatch, you might as well buy a $200 swatch. Uh, and that is where the bold and yellow comes into play. It's from the big, bold irony line. Um, first of all, bright yellow watch. Yellow. I'm assuming it's a rubber band with it. Black outlines. Stainless steel case. Uh, one of the few swatches I found with a stainless steel case. A lot of them these days are bioceramic. Uh-huh. And it is a skeletonized quartz movement. Which does not sound very special, but Ryan Swatch would like this. always has. Ryan would like this. We've got a friend named Ryan who likes ugly watches. <laughs> I actually, like um, yeah, it's it's bold, and I picked this watch specifically for the color because I want to know what you guys think. Ooh, I do yeah. like the way the movement is structured. It's a it's very simple quartz movement, but the way that the interior of the case is designed and like the plastic cutouts that they have, you see it in a weird, like almost geometric way that doesn't quite convince you. It's a real, a mechanical watch. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of it? It's interesting. You bring up the color. Um, as I am now clicking through the other suggestions uh, to see the other colors and I, it's also, tied Ryan, with one you of you like great watches. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> I love you, buddy. Um, I really don't like the yellow. Right? Specifically the yellow. Like it, I don't know. I'm just, if I've got, you know what? I'm going to go back to a hunter analogy here. If I'm going to a, a Transformers party, and I want to dress up like Bumblebee. I'm buying this watch. You never know the next time you're at a Transformer party. Yeah. It. It's such a popular movie or series these days. Yeah, exactly. Um, Michael Bay would love this this watch. That said, uh, there's just some other ones. I think the the dark irony um, does it a lot better and i think the black kind of hides some of the busyness in the in the middle so they can actually read it yeah um if you go on the super busy end i even like the mint one better if you go super busy because the mint one's not bad yeah comparatively i I, the mint one for whatever reason um feels like it's more accented well and i don't know why the the yellow I actually really can't describe why I don't like it more than just the color is driving me up a wall. So um, the color in particular flop, I think the only one I would get of these is the dark irony, this black one. Um, I don't mind that one. I think, again, that black hides some of it and it, it makes it look a little cleaner. So, yeah. Hunter, what do you think? Uh, I'll tell you what. I think the dark irony is probably the easiest to read. Yeah. Out of all of them. The worst one in terms of legibility is the C black. Everything is blacked out. <laughs> I now, have not it, seen C black it yet. It is cheaper, probably for that reason. Um, but, I mean, just looking at it, I think it's all the same materials from what I can tell. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, never mind. No, that case material is bioceramic, so that's exactly why. Um, So they have a cheaper option here. Um, For me, after just 
staring at all these like very bright colors the more i look at the yellow the more i'm like a bit worried that it's going to fade into like a mm, like a much lighter yellow um yeah. shit yellow yeah exactly yeah a, a no bueno yellow i think this is i i see exactly what they're going for um for me it's going to be a flop unfortunately I do think it's cool that they're playing around with a stainless steel case and can get it in for yeah. less than 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Um, sure. But on top of that, if you look at that final photo, by the way, Swatch, great photos on your website here. <laughs> your website is significantly better than Longine. And by the way, you're at fault for both. So yeah. figure it out. <laughs> Whatever you're doing at Swatch.com, figure it out on LongineWatches.com. Um, if you look at the last photo of the woman in the jumper, you can kind of see the bezel. It looks fucking huge. Does it not? Yes, you're absolutely right. It looks off proportion. So whatever it is they're doing here, I don't think it's the move. Um, if I had to buy one, I do think dark irony is interesting. Um, I do think that sea black in person might be very interesting for those of you that ha can't see this. It is a full blackout. You can see a couple of the gears turning in the background of that skeleton case. Um, but other than that, I don't think the yellows for me. Uh, I do think that mm. the mint or I love the name red juicy. That's just perfect. Um other than that, I, I think this is a flop for me. Um, and I, I typically I go for the, you might as well spend $200. I do think if you're looking in the $200 range, it's kind of one of those. You get the Tudor Black Bay 58. Yeah, you might as well get the Tudor. <laughs> I think if when you're in this range, every $20 counts. Yeah. And uh -huh. so if I'm looking at a $195 watch, and even if I go to one of these other options where I swap out for the C black and go for 140. I was actually going to talk about an alternative where you can actually get an automatic movement. Um, and this is, I think I posted in the chat already team, um, but it is the AM 51 from Swatch. Mm -hmm. um, it has a similar like blackout uh, feel to it, but you are getting that automatic movement um, and it's for literally five bucks more than that um, C black option. Yeah, um, 30 bucks cheaper than the, uh, the yeah, one, so the you're one talking a $30 difference percentage wise. Yes, that's a big difference, but um, you do get the three bar. I know we were talking about how some of that uh, water resistance uh, might be, um, might be of interest, but I think that this is a better option for damn near the exact same money. Um, and you do get that automatic movement. Have you guys seen the AM 51 in there? It's yeah. the 1983 nice uh, collection. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That one a lot in comparison um, for the value. The, the Seiko, I think your Seiko is, is about that price. Isn't it? 195. Uh, my Seiko got it on sale for 172. Even cheaper. Nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I just think there's more watch there too. So 
Hunter, I don't mean to gaslight you, but wh- whatever that like deep sea black was, I cannot for the life of me find it on this website, and I think you might be making it up uh, uh, just no. to fuck with me. And I got you. No, it's I firmly not, believe it's that. It's not deep sea black. It's it's as deep as you can go sea black. And now it's in the Discord. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Look at us. <laughs> oh, I beat Hunter. Let's go. Look at us. Uh, it's, it's not the same watch. It's similar though, skeletonized and whatnot. Um, oh yeah, it's okay. just non-stainless steel version. Yeah. Hey, and, support and us on the Patreon so that you can learn about these watches real time with me, <laughs> or with <laughs> Christian and I when Will drops links <laughs> out of nowhere. That's um, my favorite thing to do. It's a good time. It's always <laughs> a good time. You got to stay on your toes here, um, yeah. for sure. No, you're yeah. absolutely right, though. As far as the Swatch mainline is concerned, there's so many better options than the big, bold irony collection in general. Mm-hmm. Um, at 200 bucks, why are you buying a Swatch? I mean, get yourself a Seiko or a Citizen or... I, I firmly agree. Yeah. And for what it's worth, in my defense, the difference between 2-bar and 3-bar, I live with three children i could get sprayed with water or have a cup dumped on me at any given moment every single every moment of the day <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen i mean that's 10 whole meters you never know exactly when <laughs> you kids dunking you 10 extra meters <laughs> hey kids are stronger than you think and i have a very frail frame <laughs> I have so much to comment on and not enough time to do so. Hunter. All right, we're going to move on. Bring us in. Bring us into the next piece. All right, all right. We're, we're going to go move on to another Swatch brand, um, Tissot. Um, we're going to talk about their. My, f- my favorite. Le Knuckles. Get into that PRX. Yeah, oh, that's nah, disappointing. We're going to dislike you today. We're going to talk about their local <laughs> Powermatic 80 option. Um, I'd consider this like mid tier for how these copper flop videos have been going. Um, this is like a classic vintage style watch um, and comes in tons of different colorways and different types of materials as well. So you can get this piece for anywhere from $625 up to $925. Um, and if you really want to shell out the cash, that 925 does in fact get you 12 diamonds for each of those hour <laughs> indicators. So if you're bougie like that, you can go for it. Um, this is a smaller watch of 39.3 millimeters in a stainless steel case. The link that I sent into the group here is a rose gold uh, coating over the top of that stainless steel case. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this was probably the best looking out of the 12 available and it does come in i think at like 725 correct me if i'm wrong guys um Mm -hmm. this strap material is like an alligator style leather so i thought that was uh really interesting for the price here um it comes in as a black dial and we talked about dials in our last episode um, so I thought this was really interesting that it was textured around the um, like inside within the hour markers. The hour markers themselves are smoothed out. And then just outside of the minute markers, it's textured yet again. Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting take there. Roman hour markers, again, in that rose gold finish. 
um, does feature that three bar water resistance and a, a sapphire crystal and a small little date window. Um, so I thought this one was kind of interesting, does get you into that autom- automatic movement area, um, especially for the price. Um, and then I also love the case back. If you guys get a chance to look at that, I thought that was super Mm -hmm. unique way to have like a little homage to Lilaco. For those of you that are uninformed, it's like the, um, township that Tissot was originally founded in, uh, from Swatch Group. So when they started Tissot, that was like the city that they started it in. So this is like a little homage to their... Um, upbringing. So what do you guys think of the Lilaco Powermatic 80 in rose gold? Will, you want to start us off? Um, Man, I'm still thinking about the rose gold. I go back and forth. I'm clicking through. First of all, I'll start with the watch itself. The watch itself, uh, I think, is a great piece. Um, I really love the dial. I think the dial with that texturing is is really nice, and um, and overall just a really well done piece. It looks like I, I expect quality finish from Tissot. The Powermatic eighty is an excellent um, automatic movement to have in there. Uh, it's known for a reason, so uh, you know I have confidence in that. Again, you get a a nice kind of dressy piece, and this is kind of the. Uh, a good range for a, a Swiss made um, dressy piece like this with the Powermatic 80 in it. Um, I think off my initial feelings, I really prefer the silver uh, a bit more with the Roman numerals um, as opposed to, I think the the diamonds being your... Uh, getting rid of the numbers are mm. what's throwing me off. I really like those Roman numerals in the other ones. And uh, I I don't think that they do rose gold bad. There's some other ones that they've done really well. But for this one in particular, because of those diamonds replacing that, I, I have to lean a little bit away from that and towards the um, – silver option that said the watch itself again for a good bit cheaper if i go the silver option at 625 um is a cop for me i think this is a great piece even if you are looking for that um rose gold option and you get a a nice bracelet with it and everything um i i don't think 925 is too much for them to ask on a on kind of their top end piece of this collection hmm there are 12 of these will let's go ahead and drop a link to which one you're looking at that you Uh, okay thank you thank you appreciate it gotcha yeah and once again t cell i I need to be able to see one of the three all 12 of these at once hit the plus button and then you can cycle through all of them that is the worst i don't want to guess you but t cell (laughs) hook a brother up all right watch what is going on with your websites (laughs) truly Wow, Truly. this is terrible UI. You are correct. <laughs> and by the way, anytime you select one, the order changes. So good okay. luck. Excellent. Wow. Um, okay. There's a lot of options here, but. Yeah. So let me know if your uh, choice changes. There is a blue dial in there, if interested. Uh, I really like the silver. I'd be surprised. Uh, yeah, I think the silver is really hot uh, as well. 
Yeah. Uh, especially like you save a hundred bucks when you go for it. So mm-hmm. what do you think, Christian, out of your, all your options here? Tiso. Yeah. So big fan of Tiso. at this price point, there's no way in hell I'm picking anything other than a PRX. But with this watch collection specifically. He's just trying to get me mad. <laughs> I promise. I mean, PRX Powermatic 80 with that oh. like ice blue dial. Oh, move on. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> there's something just very instinctual about the uh, rose gold black that you picked that I don't like. And I can't say why. Yeah. I th- it might be like the white date window on the otherwise Ooh. like perfectly black and rose gold dial mm. like the la local feels a little bit odd in the textured center uh, i don't know there's something weird about it but i love the watch itself the back of it is like the case back's really beautifully detailed and like very homage to their their history which super super cool i like the way they did the partially exposed case back but you still get again a bunch of like the decorations and everything. I did find one that I do really enjoy, and I'll put it in the Discord. But it's the Powermatic 80 Open Heart. I see that. Yeah, oh, yes. it's actually just for a touch cheaper than their high end one with the diamonds. Oh, thank God. Um, the diamond one's nine twenty five. That that's diamond the one, one is ridiculous. Talking about. <laughs> um, but again, you still get those like black Roman numerals, stainless steel case, silver. Uh, textured dial instead of the date window that I think pulls away from it you get this really beautiful open heart at 12 which mm. is also cool because normally you see like the open heart down at I think like 7 8 generally. usually yeah um, you don't have the lot of local branding you've got the Tissot Powermatic 80 on the dial with the brown leather strap that they have in the picture I think it's really nice and I think it's a lot more wearable like sure. just in general for the black and rose gold it's a specifically i'd say it's a flop the watch as a whole the is a cop yeah yeah because there's options for everybody if you're sure. willing to navigate the horrible interface <laughs> yeah uh christian real quick to interject what do you think of the silver and rose gold with the brown uh the brown strap this one is that the best of the ro- well. rose yeah. golds for me i love rose gold uh, i would love to have a rose gold the watch. brown straps really doing a lot for me yeah it um is. it's doing a ton to carry the the rose gold very well through that that's my favorite rose gold piece if you had to know hunter it's in the discord again silver dial um white date window on three and uh, a nice dark brown strap um mm. with and the stitching almost complements it as well so yeah really like that piece Good pick, though. Good watch. Yeah. Will, you want to get us into the next one? What was your next pick? I'm curious. Hunter, is that a cop for you? Oh, yeah. We never even talked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got his opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I'm looking at this, um, it is a cop for me. I am looking at um, – I think for me, I do like the combination of the black and the rose gold. I know that's mm-hmm. like a very perplexing take. So sure. I do think yeah. that – you know, you guys pointed out a couple of really great options um, out of the 12 very difficult to navigate options uh, there. Yeah. I'm sure that like this is one of like their flagship um, collections. So if they wanted to 
make more of them. It certainly wouldn't be too terribly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like that, you know, you do get a little bit of that flexibility and, you know, you're not locked in with th- only three options, for example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, uh, I think Christian mentioned, like, you can take away the local branding and you can swap it for an open heart and you can actually get it for around the same price. Um, mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a, like a really easy swap for Christian. Yeah. Uh, whereas a lot of these other options at this price point won't give you that flexibility. Um, so I, I think in general, like both of them are a cop for me uh, in terms of like just the line itself, but also I would go for the rose gold and the black. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. The local overall, I would say is a cop. And I think it's probably the first one that at least a majority of us are in agreement with. Yeah. The local is a great piece. I, I will say it's a great piece. If I had to go Tissot right now, it is one of their heritage collection watches. And I yeah, if you're one of the crazy people buying a Powermatic 80 that isn't a PRX, this is a good backup. <laughs> Shouldn't be a PRX. It should be, I, again, I really like the, for whatever, Hunter, real quick. Sure. This is a quick segue as before I get into my next watch. <laughs> Do you like the Tissot logo? Um, as that is, or I just dropped a link in their heritage collection. Christian, yeah, I had yeah, a little cursive about this. one. Yeah, I prefer the cursive Tissot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for whatever. I, I just think it looks better. I think I think that this. Uh, I'd imagine this logo was used um, back in the day. Um, probably, just, probably. So, I, but yeah, <laughs> this this. Uh, I think this gives me like hard rock, like rock and roll vibes. So I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking sure. at the uh, like the brown There's on brown heritage. Mm-hmm. Like this makes me want to grab an electric guitar and just shred. <laughs> like, I'm so in. All right. So all right. I was just curious what you thought of the different logos. It's always a question I have with Tiso. Um, anyway, moving on to my next piece. Uh, right back to Omega is their newest uh, drop and. Primarily, they've, they've focused on all these blue um, Seamasters. They've got a couple different ones. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Seamaster. I think it's a really nice uh, kind of luxury piece that it doesn't cost too, too much um, that you can get into with Omega. Um, did I drop that in the chat for you guys, or are you guys just blind? Oh, I'm I in there. It. No, yeah, we're there. Perfect. All right, so this is the Seamaster. It's the Summer Blue Diver. Um, it's a chronometer, uh, 42 millimeter. I think the main thing that they've done here is it's got a bit of a sunburst on the dial for the typical Seamaster look that you're used to. And the loom is blue around most of the edges and then the hands and the uh, 12 o'clock on the the ceramic bezel is green i love that contrast i think it's great um however i do think the drawback is the price at sixty three hundred dollars i know this is their newest release in the seamaster line uh, you can get a new seamaster for about four and a half four on the low end if you get a nice sale um but Four, four and a half pretty regularly. And that's a pretty significant increase despite what Hunter might lead on. <laughs> um, 
you can even get used for in the three market with papers in good condition. And I think I'd, the diver to cost double <laughs> uh, a used one and a, a good bit of a markup for uh, honestly, I think the biggest change is just that loom and the, the dial changing uh, a little bit uh, in that doesn't do enough for me to justify the cost increase. So this is a flop on their newest release for me. Yeah. What do you guys think? The, the craziest thing about this is I've been trying to figure out why this is so much more expensive. I scrolled down to the bottom of the Omega website and much like Swatch websites, they're bad. Yep. It's got the three different variations next to each other of the blue diver thermometer. Blah, blah, blah. Chronometer. <laughs> Two of them are summer blue. The summer blue on the steel strap is 6300 bucks. To get the same dial on a rubber strap is $5,900. So you're paying $400 for a steel bracelet. Not unheard of. For a dive watch, super unnecessary. I mean, yeah. If you're using it as a dive watch. Or you can get the standard blue dial for $5,600. You know, I mm. would absolutely do that. Uh, I don't know. The price point definitely makes this a flop for me. I love the dial. I mean, get it on a rubber strap for under six grand. Get it used for probably forty-five, five grand, forty-five hundred, five grand. Yeah, you probably. I bet you could get this piece on resale for after it's used and whatnot for yeah forty-five after everything's said and done. Of course, um, the best Seamaster three hundred is the green ceramic. Uh, but if you're gonna stretch choice, yourself yeah. just to blue, I do agree. <laughs> Yeah, um, I do agree. A Green is a yeah, it's a it's a flop for me. I just think they I don't know why they're going for the such a high mark uh, for not a lot of change. Yeah, for me, I think as as I'm looking at, it, I do agree that the green is by far their best colorway of the chronometer. The summer blue, I think that I think they're positioning it well as a business but i don't think they're positioning it well like directly for the customer um yeah that being said just in terms of like stylistically speaking um i'm not in love with like the style of hands that the chronometers use really um i don't know what it is it's just not for me um it's like some sort of like tapered hand style um but in general i think that for me, there, there's just too many options at the price point that um, that don't have... I, I'm not going to say that the hands are the deal breaker at all, um, mm. but I think that at the price point, you can pretty much be as picky as you want. Yeah, um, yeah. Divers are much cheaper in this, in this world. Obviously, you get an Omega uh, movement, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, divers are much cheaper in this cost price, so I think you can be pretty picky. Exactly, exactly. So don't get me wrong. Like I think the sunburst is super cool. I like the mm -hmm. light blue um, on each of the hour indicators. Um, I think that it flows really well. Um, again, if you're going to pick a blue watch, I think the green ones um, are quite a bit better. Yeah, um, if you pick blue, change your mind, go for a completely different color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. So, but no, I, I, I can see where they're going with this one. I don't think this is going to be like one of their best sellers or anything like that. Um, no, there will be will, people come down and press. 
Yeah, precisely. I think that secondary market will have this available um, relatively quickly. Um, it's not a bad watch. Uh, it's just not for me. So this is a flop on my end. Is that three flops? Did I? Put Omega? No. Uh, oh, yeah. It's triple flop on Omega. I, I kind of am not surprised with where yeah. it was priced. Christian. Yes. Got another, got another watch before we close it off? I do. And before I get into it, let's see. Oh, yeah. There we go. These teeny tiny bottles of Sutter Home uh, don't last long. Is <laughs> <laughs> that real? All right. Where were we? I say teeny tiny. It's what, like 750 milliliters? What's the normal? I joke. I've got the little like, spritzer <laughs> bottles. <laughs> so, yeah, you're cutting a full bottle of wine. Would not be the first time. Incredible. All right. I'll be honest. I actually have to find my next pick because we've been through so many watches. Oh, don't worry. I got you. Is it the Mitre? Uh, yeah, it is. Perfect. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Teamwork. I think it's the uh, the Conquest. Where the did Commander Grander Gradient. Oh, guys, thank you. I don't know where I'd be without you. <laughs> We're here. There it is. <laughs> I keep getting distracted by the tutor that Hunter posted in the chat. Uh, my middle mid-range pick. Mito is another, obviously, Swatch group. Um, I think they've got a lot more famous watches than this one, uh, like the TV Big Day, the new Dive Countdown. I can never think of the name of it. You guys know the one with all the bright colors and weird dial. This is the Commander Gradient. I picked the one on like a denim blue strap, stainless steel case. You've got an acrylic dial. So you see the date wheel underneath. It's partially skeletonized. So you see like the movement behind the date wheel. But I think it's done in a nice way. Hunter mentioned in the pre-chat, it's got like a vintagey feel to it. Your hour markers look like they're floating above everything. Um yeah, I personally like this watch. I'm going to come right up the gate and say this is a cop for me, especially with this uh, like blue strap on it. But what do you guys think? It has a blue strap on? Yep. Yes, it does have a blue strap on. I think it's extra, but if you get the denim <laughs> strap... <laughs> I'm sorry. I nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I knew where you went. <laughs> I did start back with my take on it. <laughs> yeah, the, the Commander Gradient is absolutely a cop on my side. I know we're getting into this set, like the $1,000 marker range. We're just under it here. I think this is really well done. I mentioned in the pre-show that this kind of has a vintagey feel to it. I think it's really well done. Just the way that the dial is fully transparent. It's made of acrylic, uh, which you don't typically see, or at least I haven't seen. Um, and I do think that just the, the, um, the way that the acrylic looks, it's almost like a blue in the one that Christian selected. And that's the one that I like, uh, as well. Um, as, as you actually get to look into that date window, it really pops. Uh, off of the blue for the rest of the um, numbers themselves. But I think this is just a really clean look um, and gives you a skeletonized view um, and a really um, 
this strap is a really a unique piece that you don't really see all that often. Um, I think this is a definite cop for me and it's something that people are definitely going to ask about and you get to wear and enjoy for years to come. Yeah, initially um, I clicked on it and it was not my favorite piece. I, I kind of was drawn back by um, the dial and whatnot uh, being just a little different. And then um, the more I look at it, the more I think like, so this is kind of a talking piece. I love the date window um, being kind of visible. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to everybody. I think that's awesome. And I think uh, that see-through dial is something else. I at first was just pushed away, but the more I thought about it, the more I, I was kind of drawn in actually. So um, it took a moment. I would love to try it on either way, but I think everything, you know, the power reserve up to 80. Um, I think this is a nice piece. This is a cop for me. I'm, I'm surprised by that. This was a flop in my pre-show thoughts, but um, this this works out. I, I think this is three three cops. I thought I was going to be the the bad guy here, but I really keep looking at it. So, And you're not alone. I initially thought this was a flop, but the more I looked at it, the more I began mm -hmm. to like it. Yeah, the more I want to talk about it. The yeah. more I want to show someone else, like, look at this, and then again it's it's kind of an interesting piece so uh love the way they did with it so you know, i didn't realize we were already past an hour it's 11 o'clock as of this recording and mm -hmm. i'm tired so we do have a third round we're going to go through it a little bit quicker uh hunter you want to start us off what was your top of the line pick hey we're, we're not going to go far here christian don't worry about it we're going to stay on mitowatches.com <laughs> We're going to look at the Ocean Star <laughs> line, specifically looking at that 200C option. I think this is a really great alternative um, from looking at those Seamasters. If you aren't looking to shell out $6,300, you can get yeah. a discount version for just over $1,100 uh, in the Ocean Star 200C. I really like this rubberized strap that uh, is available, but most of their colorways do come with that stainless steel. Um, but in general, this is a really cool piece that comes in five total colorways, stainless steel, 42 and a half millimeter case with that ceramic bezel. Um, it does come with a blue textured dial, kind of in a wave format. It has kind of that iconic circular hour markers um, that we mm -hmm. find in quite a lot of these divers. I do like that it has that lollipop second hand. So if you're a sucker for those, it definitely has that. Um, nice. Sapphire crystal, day date at three o'clock. Um, and it also has that 80 hour power reserve. Um, I think that this one's particularly hilarious because almost all of the options when you select them, Mito Watches actually redirects you straight to teddybaldasar.com. So. <laughs> What do you guys think of Ocean Star? <laughs> Shout out, Teddy. These fucking swatch websites. <laughs> um, I think you aptly named it Discount Seamaster. The finishing yeah. is not as good. The ocean dial, like the ocean wave dial, not yeah. as clean cut as a Seamaster. Mm -hmm. I would take this over that $6,300 Seamaster, though. Yep. Um, this is for sure a cop for me. You still get a ceramic bezel. 200 meter rating is good enough for anybody. It's at a price point where I think I would genuinely wear it out into the water if I needed a 
launched in the water. Um, yeah, and I think it looks nice. It's a well-done watch. This is tough for me. I like Mito. Um, I actually do think they finish pretty well. Um, I like they're, they're usually a bit thinner um, pieces, and that kind of feels nice on the wrist. In my experience, uh, you can try. They do have some Mito pieces at uh, uh, at right time. Shout out right time. They have As new always. ones too. Go check them out. <laughs> um that said the i don't love the dial here um i'm sure i could find another dial that i like from them but this the ocean star dial is just not for me so it's a flop for me but uh, in general it is a nice piece I, I don't blame anybody else for uh going this route so um christian what's your next piece all right uh i went full balls to the wall with a lesser known uh, Swatch Group brand. Let me pull it up real quick because I'm going to butcher the name if I try and do it by memory. Can't wait. Uh, I'm going to butcher it, honestly, reading it off the page. Jacquet Drop. Uh, pronounced. Oh, yeah. Looks like a French version of Jacket Drills. Um, <laughs> but I did <laughs> their uh, specialized version of the Automaton watch that they're doing for Only Watch 2023, the Rolling Stones. They have a like more publicly available Rolling Stones automaton. This one has the rainbow spiraling dial, all of the instruments at the center. The watch face itself is rainbow spiraling. It's all layered. So the, I believe the base turns at one second rotations. You've got a little like record player hand. I don't know what it's called. Um, as your power reserve indicator. And the only loom on the dial is the Rolling Stones mouth or a kissing mouth, lips. I don't know. Rolling Stones lips and the logo for the brand. I think yeah. it's a cool ass watch. It's in the price range of 250,000 yeah, to 300,000 francs uh, based on auction estimates. The standard one is also like a ridiculous price like that. What is that in US? Do we know? Um, no, I don't francs. know. So let's make wild guesses. I'm gonna say probably in the range of 400 grand. Sure. I'm gonna check. Probably 271. Uh, oh, oh in nothing. You are just. You really love overvaluing. I specifically uh, said I'm gonna make a wild guess. <laughs> uh, also, a bright yellow band, which I love with this watch. Again, with. If I had, what would that be? $500,000 according to Hunter's Logic? I might as well buy a Tudor, but this would be a cop for me. Uh, Hunter. I think if I'm buying a watch that's being auctioned off at the only watch, if I, if I am legitimately putting bids in at only watch 2023... This one's going to be high on the list. I think that it's super cool. I think that mm -hmm. just like the little, um, I, what do you even want to call it with the drum kit and the amps and the guitars? Those are made out of gold blocks, my friend. I need this. In yeah, my I life. see that. <laughs> it's that simple. I think if you if you're dropping a quarter milli on a watch. This is going to be one that you can talk about with literally anybody. 
Um, and it, 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 it's in that art piece, but I don't think it becomes yeah. so crazy to the point where it's like, ugh, it's not even a watch anymore. It's still a watch. It's still functional. It still has loom yeah. um, and all of this, you know, I think it's super cool. It's a cop for me at a quarter milli. Um, my, I think it should be a cop for, if you're a Stones fan, it should definitely be a cop. Uh, not a, I, I can't say I'm the most – I don't think I deserve it because I'm not uh, the biggest into the Stones. I don't know but, if I've listened to a Rolling Stones song like fully. <laughs> I definitely couldn't name one. All right. Well, aside from that guy. Um, that said, I think Hunter brings up a good point where we can get lost in uh, – we're entering like Jacob level kind of art, mm-hmm. artistic type of watches. Um but this watch is still very much a watch. It's not too too yeah. thick. If you look at its side profile and everything, it's it's thicker for sure. But um, I really like this piece. It, it's an excellent piece. Um, I'm gonna give it the cop tag so so that I can give it the praise that it's due. That said, I'm not a Stones fan. I don't deserve to bid on a Stones piece like this, so I wouldn't bid on it. But. Um, it's definitely it, it checks all the boxes for kind of what's brought up and I, I think this piece I would be surprised if this piece doesn't go up over time and whatnot oh yeah um, so yeah. yeah I think those are cops around for Real the good practical place. buying advice for the average watch owner right here yeah. in this podcast perfect yeah at a nice <laughs> 270 uh, $272,000 roughly so huh. estimated obviously will you want to round us out yeah last piece i wanted to bring up specifically because christian mentioned earlier he went to a swatch event over at right time shout out to them yeah Um, go check out right time watches everybody in colorado they uh hosted a swatch event and christian got to try on the uh a watch that we had brought up last week the blanc pond and swatch collab pacific ocean (laughs) This is a the black and yellow piece for those listening and need a, a better visual. Uh, the Wiz Khalifa, it, if you will. <laughs> the Wiz Khalifa. Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool piece. I want to hear Christian's thoughts first. So I think I texted you all night of or day after something like that. My initial thoughts. It wears way better than a moon swatch. On the mm-hmm. wrist, it feels so much nicer. The strap is more comfortable. It feels more like a, a decent watch. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically, though, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's what, 750 bucks retail for They're a swatch? supposed to be $400. Well, okay, sure. They're supposed to be $400. They will come down just like the, the Moon Swatch did. Yeah. I mean, even at that point... I think these come down quicker, too. You can't really use it as a dive watch, so you lose, like, the Blanc Pond heritage outside of the name. At mm-hmm. least with the Moon Swatch, you still have a chronograph. You know, mm-hmm. that actually functions. It, it's a flop for me, honestly. It's a, re- it's a nice watch. It feels great. It's super cool. And if you like those aesthetics, it might be worth the money there but between the two swatch collaborations at the very least moon swatch all day what do you guys think hunter 
Yeah, I think we chatted about this one last week, um, mm-hmm. and we kind of reviewed yeah, all the different options here. I think for me, if I wanted to go for the only reason why I would want to get this watch in particular, really any of the colorways, was to say that I had a block palm watch. Yeah. Of course, it has the nice fat asterisk right in the center of the dial telling me that it is, in <laughs> fact, a Swatch watch. Um, yeah. But that would be the reason why I would get it. But knowing that I've got that asterisk right next to it, um, it it's Reminded going to be sure. a flop for me um, as we're looking at it here, especially given the current price markup. I think that if we give it 12 months time, this will come back down to probably a normal rate um, and then give yeah. it another 12 months and you can get it um, to a point where you'd actually get the watch for Christian said it is a nice watch, especially on the wrist. Um, but once it comes down to um, kind of its true market value in about call it 24 months, um, I think that that's a time when we can consider it within that price bracket. But for now, especially with that uh, increase, it's a flop for me. And I want to just quick note, it is the same movement in it as the AM51 we talked about earlier. That's $165. So it's like you said, it's an asterisk. It's a Blanc Palm name. Every other part about it is swatched to the very core. You know, it's got a name and design. I give them the design as well. It is meant to look like the Blanc Pond uh, 50 Fathoms piece. It is meant to look like their 50 Fathoms uh, uh, diver watch, which is why I'm passing on it, actually. It's it's a flop for me because of the structural look of it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the diver 50 Fathoms uh, from Blanc Pond in the first place. Hmm. There are other divers that I like more. I don't know if it's – there's a few just things that I don't love. The uh, incomplete bezel, um, it's a fatter bezel. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that's actually probably helpful for diving so that you can see um, those numbers in a much uh, bigger fashion. But the – I don't love the the markers. I, there's just not a lot I love about – um, the 50 fathoms in the first place. So then we get to the swatch version. Uh, I'll tell you what, if I ever got a blunt pawn, it would probably be this piece. Um, and it, it would be a swatch collab. So, uh, cool. yeah, it's just a flop for me. I don't love the design in, in the first place, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if, if you don't if like the 50 fathoms, it's definitely yeah. not for you. Yeah. The, the 50 fathoms just isn't for me. Um, in general, and I think you know, there are better colorways that I think do it a little bit better. And there's some that do a really good job, and I've complimented them in the last episode. Uh, but in general, my own copper flop opinion the 50 Fathoms isn't for me, and that's why this isn't for me. So, yeah, well, that closes us off. I think that's through all of our watches. We do have another bonus one. It's, uh, if you uh, contribute on Patreon, you get access to uh, the Discord, and we can you know, let you in on what that last piece is. It is kind of a gag piece, but um, <laughs> it is a pretty funny looking piece for that matter. So uh, that's all I have today, guys. You guys got anything else for Copper Flop in this episode? Long episode. Yeah, no, thanks for listening to round two. Um, 
Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, follow us, support us. We appreciate it. We say it every episode because we want to make these better and we want to keep making them. So yeah. let us know what y'all think in the comments and share it with your friends. Yeah, and critique Hunter heavily. That's what yeah, we want. Specifically Hunter. We brought him in as a heel. All um, the hate. <laughs> give me all the hate. I'll give you my personal email. <laughs> we'll let it happen. Put it up on Instagram after this episode drops. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, cheers, y'all. All right. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.